my bangs are really sweaty because here in Newfoundland, here in St. John's, St. John's, everything is uphill and it's like 26 degrees out today and we were walking around, we were walking back up the hill and it was so humid and so hot and we're exercising (laughs) non-consensually and now I'm all sweaty and gross and my bangs are flat. They really don't look that flat. I think you're good. I just have very high standards for my bangs. If they don't look picture perfect, I'm depressed. Same. Same. Yeah, I know. Just in life, in general. In life. Welcome to Not Your Mother's Book Club. Um, A smutty, funny podcast where we read erotic literature and just laugh our asses off. I'm Dharma. I think I'm I'm Michaela. (laughs) I think... (laughs) And um, we're here to bring you some orgasms on a silver platter. Tequila. Anyways, so, um, yeah, we're in St. Jan's and we took some time out of our vacation to record this for you. Just for you. So you better fucking listen to it and listen fucking good. You better like it. You better fucking like it. You better listen to this episode to the last fucking second. We had our, we had, what did we have t- this morning? Toutons? We had Toutons for the first time, and which is like a fried bread. And we had it with um, an eggs Benedict on top. And it was absolutely outstanding. But for breakfast, I felt like I was a rolling piece of lard afterwards. I felt like roly poly Yeah. <laughs> it's roly poly He's short and fat and round. Woo. Tequila. Anyway. <laughs> So it's going to be this whole episode. We are filming in our Airbnb right now. If you're listening to us, wherever you get your podcasts, you can check us out on YouTube. We have a little video and you can see the first portion of the episode on YouTube. You can go check it out. Yeah, it's not haunted yet, but there was a huge fly in the room. We spent like half an hour. Well, Michaela spent half an hour chasing it with her slide in yeah. her hand. I was like out an for Italian blood. nonna. But it was really, it kept hiding. I was like, how the fuck are, where are you hiding? Where are you hiding? You're a fly. It was huge. It was so big. It was like flying so slowly, but so fast at the same time. Yeah. Freaking flies. Freaking flies. So anyway. (laughs) You want to hear the book? I would love to hear the book. I'm really excited. Let me preface this book. She's going to preface. I chose this book because... One of our beloved DPs, which is our one of our distinguished patrons, those are people that pay us money for extra things. Pay us to, money. And to support us. Pay us money. Was like, love everything you do, but question, why is there no lesbians on your podcast? No lesbians. And I was like, listen, you're so right. We have not had a female loves female romance novel yet we've had gay we've had bisexual we've had threesomes we've had unicorns but we haven't had women yeah well and the thing is is that we didn't do any of this first season because it was covid and we wanted when we explored these different genres of smut that we can't relate to we wanted to have people on the podcast that identify with these types of genres of smut but we haven't been able to. And then for season two, we've both been doing contracts and traveling. So it's just been such a mess. So we're just going to have it. We're just going to read the smut. And we're, we're just, just going to do it. it. And y'all can take our opinions with a grain of salt. Yeah, exactly. So that, the book I read. That's this our one, two cents. <laughs> yeah. I actually read this book like as myself as Dharma. I didn't read it for the podcast, but I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And so I'm bringing it on because I had it. And I was like, DP, you are so right. You are. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring it on. So the book I have this week is called Delilah Green Doesn't Care. Okay. And it's two hot, sexy women on the front. And I'm obsessed with both of them. These ladies are beautiful. This woman, this woman in black with the tattoos. I'm not sure if I want to fuck her or if I want to be her. I love this curvy woman. I know. Oh, my God. Her hair is so pretty up in that little updo. I know. And her little cat eye glasses. Get out. And her beautiful breasts. They're both beautiful. And this Delilah Green is the one in black. Mm. And she has big curly hair. This checks out. That makes sense. With her big docks. I really like it. Yeah. So this is the book. And it's by Ashley Herring Blake. Ooh. It's new. I think it came out. 2022 okay cool or end of last year i'm not sure but it is new and this is it great we were actually just discussing how new 
erotic literature, the covers are turning into this more like cutesy, cartoony, clean line type aesthetic. And to be honest, like my opinion, I don't really like it. Mm -hmm. It looks like I'm reading like a children's book. It looks like I'm reading something that will not have sex, which maybe that's the appeal. It doesn't look like a smutty novel. Yeah. But like I would look at this and run away from it. I'd be like, it's romance. I don't like it. It looks so boring. Yeah. It doesn't look sexy. Yeah. Although the ladies are very sexy. It looks like it's about two lesbians that are trying to figure it out. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> it's the hand holding. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't like it. I don't look at that and think I want to pick this up. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I picked it up because I was like, this is going to be a really cute rom-com. You know, like this is going to be a really cute romance novel. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some sexual tension. Maybe there'll be like one max two sex scenes, mm -hmm. which there is. There's, I think there's only like two sex scenes. Oh, okay. So interesting. Yeah, this is like romance novel. It's not erotica. Yeah. Or smut. Yeah, we were talking about how there are different subgenres of the like of romance of romance world, and there is like romance, erotica, and smut, and it's three different things. Do you want to enlighten our listeners? Yes. Listen up, children. Grab your pencils and papers. There's going to be a test. A test. A test. So romance is exactly what you think it is. It's two people falling in love. And sometimes that might be, there might be sex in that. And most of the time these days, there usually is one or two sex scenes in a romance novel. But it's not about like external forces. It's about them falling in love with each other. You know, it's not focusing on like events that happen. It's seriously just two people falling in love. Erotica, I would say, has a huge emphasis on the sex. And a lot of times erotica can be romantic, but it's not romance. Take, for example, Priest, like that's erotica. I also classify erotica as something that uses sex as a literary tool to like get a point across or to explore certain viewpoints or life philosophies. Because when you look at erotica that was written, like the first forms of erotica, like you have bear, there's not an explicit sex scene in it, but it's like a woman who has sex with a bear. So sex is used as a literary tool to explore the relationship between nature and man and woman. Bestiality. Yeah. So that's what I would classify as erotica. It's using sex as a tool to explore certain points. Relationships. And relationships. And sometimes it's romantic. And then there's smut, which is literally just you're reading it because it's hot and sexy. And that those are like the dime store ones, you know, like most of the time I would consider smut like badly written or if it's not like extremely romantic, but there's a lot of sex in it and there's no viewpoint. There's no point to the book. Mm -hmm. you it's know? just fluff. It's just straight fluff yeah. with lots of sex. That's smut. Mm. So I would say romance and erotica are the more substantial. There's a place for each of these. Mm -hmm. Like I love a good smut. If I'm depressed, I'm reading smut all the way. If I'm sad and lonely, I'm reading romance. Mm -hmm. And if I'm like, I need some substance, but I'm also not going to read Lord of the Rings, I'm going to read erotica. Yeah. I think that for me, I really only like reading erotica mm -hmm. because I like the focus on the sex. I'm not a romance book reader. Mm -hmm. So that does not appeal to me where it's like there's one sex scene. Like, no. Even when I read erotica, sometimes I, I flip through the dialogue. Mm. Or I don't read the descripting words. I only read the dialogue and then that leads into the sex. Mm. I'm very much like a skimmer yeah. until it gets to the sex. So like the romance part of it doesn't matter so much for me. I want like the action. Yeah. But I like to read Stephen King mostly. So <laughs> I'm just a different breed of reader. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, that's your lesson for the day. Hope you all enjoyed. There will be a pop quiz Okay, let's read some smoot. Yeah, so that's this is what we're reading. Delilah Green doesn't care. She it's does such a cute care. cover, and I'm going to read you the back. Great. It's very cute. I like the color. Yeah. Lavender. It Lavender. looks very romance. Delilah Green swore she would never go back to Bright Falls. Nothing is there for her but memories of a lonely childhood in which she was little more than a burden to her cold and distant stepfamily. Dark and twisted past. Dark and twisted past. Her life is in New York, with her photography career finally gaining steam and her bed never empty. Oh. 
Sure, there's a different woman in it every night, but that's just fine with her. Yeah, girl. When Delilah's estranged stepsister, Astrid, pressures her into photographing her wedding with a guilt trip and a five-figure check, Delilah finds herself back in the godforsaken town that she used to call home. She plans to breeze in and out, but then she sees Claire Sutherland, <gasps> one of Astrid's stuck-up besties, oh. and decides that maybe there's some fun and a little retribution to be had in Bright Falls after all. Having raised her 11-year-old daughter mostly on her own while dealing with her unreliable ex and running a bookstore, Claire Sutherland depends upon a life without surprises. She looks like she owns a bookstore. Look at this woman. This checks out. She's so hot. She's like, get out. so hot. The other one is like conventionally like mainstream tattoos, wears all black. Like, yeah. sure. Yes, hot. But she's like... She's a vixen. You know what? Who she reminds me of? That um very curvy, redhead woman oh. that is in like Mad Men or Suits or like one of not Suits oh. Mad Men who's that actress she's so hot do you know who I'm talking about I think so I don't know her name at all I don't know either but she's like majorly curvy redhead and she is in like I think it's Mad Men amazing yeah she's yeah so she does hot. 100% it's this dress too it's the it's dress vintage. it's everything and Delilah Green is an unwelcome surprise at first Though they've known each other for years, they don't really know each other. So Claire's unsettled when Delilah figures out exactly what buttons to push. When they're forced together during the gauntlet of wedding preparations, including a plot to save Astrid from her horrible fiancé, Claire isn't sure that she has the strength to resist Delilah's charms. Even worse, she's starting to think she doesn't want to. Even worse? No, Even girl, go worse. for it. So bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here's the lowdown. Yeah, I like I like it so far. Yeah. It's very romantic. Yes, romance. So Delilah Green. Yes. Her dad married this woman. It's very like Cinderella vibes. Like he married this very rich kind of like frou-frou woman mm -hmm. who came with a daughter, Astrid. Mm -hmm. Delilah and Astrid did not get along. And like same with Delilah and her stepmom. And then when Delilah's dad dies... She has to be taken care of by her stepmom and her stepsister, who don't really care about her. Very Cinderella story. Very Cinderella Good vibes. Movie. Yeah. Love that movie. So Delilah is like very standoffish when she's growing up, like has zero relationship with these people, mm -hmm. especially Astrid's best friends, Claire. And there's another one. I forget her name. They kind of always like made fun of her and, you know. Sure. Yeah. So Delilah moves away, is like a budding photographer in New York, um, never wants to come back to her hometown. But then Astrid is like, listen, I'm getting married and I'm going to pay you a lot of money if you come and take photos. And she's like, I can't refuse this. I can't okay, refuse girl. this check. Yeah. So she goes. First day she arrives with her suitcase, goes to the bar. As you do. Yeah. Claire is at the bar with the other best friend. Mm. And the other best friend's like, you need to let, get laid, girl. Go up to that hot woman who just came up to the bar and go ask for her number. And so Claire's like, okay, I can do this. So she goes up to Delilah, doesn't recognize her, mm -hmm. and is like, you're really hot, like flirting with her. Mm -hmm. And then Delilah, as soon as Claire comes up, recognizes her. Oh, okay. And is like, yeah. she really doesn't recognize me. She's like, fuck you. Yeah. Take against her. Mm. Astrid's husband is a prick and a half. As he should be. That prick makes and sense. A half, prick and yeah. a half. So Claire and the other best friend are like, we need to save her. Even Delilah's like, Astrid sucks, but like, she doesn't deserve that. Mm. So they're like trying to make Astrid see how shitty he is. Mm -hmm. Or they're trying to break them up pretty much. Claire has a daughter um, and her ex is a flaky teenage man pretty much. Mm. You know, he's a man child. And they go with Astrid to... I think it's like a spa day. They go like sleep over at a spa, but there wasn't a fourth room for Delilah. So Delilah and Claire have to share. Oh, and then they of like, course. and then they start making out and hooking up, but then they get interrupted. Mm -hmm. So then there's that. Okay. Yeah. And then once they're back in town, they're both kind of like, what do we do now? Like they're both like, how's mm -hmm. the other person going to react? Claire invites Delilah on an excursion with, her and her daughter, mm -hmm. I think just like as a friend. Mm. And then they end up back at Claire's house 
and they're like laughing they're having a good time they're like doing tarot cards and it's of like course. kind of fun and flirty and that's where we are okay great yeah how far into the book is this like half half yeah halfway okay great amazing solid i like that in this brief description all of the men that were brought up are like swine disgusting i love that yeah it's a great. lesbian wrote this she said fuck all men <laughs> she said this is why women love women yeah this is so exciting because it's our first little girl on girl action i know right woot 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 i love it okay i'm ready i'm also so ready smut me up Baby. I'm gonna smut you up, babe. Smut me up with this lesbian schmoot. Yeah. So, um, Claire and Delilah are having a wine night. Great, love it. Are, are we going to talk about the other night? She asked. Claire did. Claire mm. asked. Claire asked. Okay. The perfect segue. And dear God, she actually really needed to talk about the other night or replicate it immediately. Does it go back and forth between their perspectives, like chapter per chapter or how what perspective is it? Well, it's third person. Third person. Oh, OK. Yeah. So Great. it changes perspective, but it's not jarring. OK. Yeah. Or replicate it immediately. Either one. Delilah sighed, tucked her hair behind her ears. Her locks were so thick, the strands popped right back out. Claire had a desperate urge to reach over and push her hair out of her face herself. We probably shouldn't, Delilah said. Why not? Because I drew the praying mantis card, and that could mean terrible things for you. Is that a tarot card? Yeah. The praying mantis. It's like a, it was like a themed tarot. Like, it wasn't like traditional tarot cards. Mm. Well, I drew every single sex card in the deck, apparently, Claire said, laughing to try to bring back the lightness between them. Delilah didn't laugh, though. We shouldn't talk about it because... But then she didn't finish her sentence. She just looked at Claire, gaze searching, flicking down to her mouth, lingering there before moving back to Claire's eyes. Because? Claire said. Because Josh, Delilah said. He's my co-parent, Claire said. He's not... We're not like that. But have you been? I mean, since you've broken up. Claire blinked, but wanted to be honest. Yeah, but not for a while. Over two years ago. But it's still complicated. Why do you care? The question slipped out, spoken sharply and softly at the same time. Delilah watched her for a second and then slid around the island's corner, closer and closer. Claire's body shifted with her until they were standing right in front of each other, her lower back pressed against the quartz. Delilah stepped into her space, arms on either side of Claire's hips, braced against the counter, and hemming her in. <gasps> Instinctively, Claire's hands went to Delilah's waist, fingers curling through the cotton of her shirt. She tugged a little, pulling Delilah that much closer. Their hips aligned, breasts, not an inch of space between their bodies. Delilah leaned in, her bottom lip barely whispering against Claire's. I don't care, she said and that was all it took for Claire to slide a hand into Delilah's hair and close the last bit of distance between them. That was so hot. <laughs> wow, Delilah's smooth. She really is. She She's gets a around. criminal. Yeah. <laughs> she gets around the island. <laughs> <laughs> she walks around the island. That was really nice. Yeah. Also, side note, I like the name Delilah, and I enjoy the name Claire. I Yes, this is very accurate. They're both like Claire is simple enough and makes sense that she is like a little bit of a divorcee, like owns a bookstore. Like yeah. it's a very like homey, simple name. Yeah. Delilah is a little bit more like spunky. Yeah. But also kind of not. Yeah. Juxtaposition. Yeah. I, I like it. Is Claire divorced or did she just have a kid with someone? She just had a kid with someone. Okay, great. And they were together like they were partners, but okay. it didn't work out. Cool. She grew up and he didn't. Well, this is classic. This is very classic. This kiss wasn't like the one at the vineyard. That kiss had started slow and tentative, a crawl toward a walking pace. This kiss was a starter pistol, a leap off the block into a sprint, tongues and teeth, gasps into open mouths. Claire had never felt so desperate to get close to someone, 
She wanted to climb this woman, rip her clothes off, and lick a stripe from her navel to that pretty dip in her collarbone. She buried both hands in Delilah's curls, tilting her head to get a new angle, tongue sweeping and tasting, wine and spring rain, a whisper of mint. Delilah's hands roamed, sliding up Claire's arms to her face, then back down again to her hips. Her fingers curled under Claire's shirt, skin against skin. Goosebumps erupted, and a moan slipped out of Claire's mouth into Delilah's. I love a heated little makeout session. <laughs> this is so good. Also, it's being described very nicely. It like all checks out. It makes sense. Yeah. But it's still hot. It's and also it's to the, the point. It's to the point, and it's like fast paced. Yeah, which is nice. Get up here, Delilah said, pulling Claire up toward the countertop. Claire jumped while Delilah lifted and immediately parted her knees as soon as her ass hit quartz. Ugh, yes. We love sitting on the countertop. Have we had countertop sex? I think that Jackhammer George was countertop-ish. No, they started in the kitchen. They made out in the kitchen and then moved to the bed. But I don't think we've had kitchen sex. I don't think so either. It's all been written that they moved to the bed. Yeah, okay. I like it. Where? What's your fantasy place to have sex? Oh, good question. Either like have or want to. This is a really good question. I think like up against a wall. Any wall. Any wall. Like a public wall or like in your own house wall? Probably to start in my own house. Mm-hmm. But like maybe in an office. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Definitely on with a, a closed, desk. Yeah, on a desk. Oh my God, that would be so hot. Definitely with a closed door. Yes, okay. Like the danger of someone walking in, but not actual voyeurism mm, or okay. exhibitionism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This checks out. What about you? Um, I think that anywhere that is like public can be walked into. Like the same? Yeah. Or like an alleyway. Oh. Like a restroom somewhere. Mm, I see this for you. Like outside against a car. <gasps> But office is really hot, like a desk yeah. with one of those little wheelie chairs. Like there's just so many fun things yeah. that you could do. Right on the work that needs to be done, like on the papers. Yeah. And then you like have to push it out of the way. Yeah, like you make sweep a, mess. a desk. Make yeah. a mess. Yeah, a desk would be really hot. Delilah slid her hands up, Claire's jean-clad thighs, thumbs dipping into the creases where her hips joined her legs as their mouths met again. Oh my God, just touching someone's hip dips... I think a hip dip is one of the most intimate places on a woman's body. Yes. Yes. And it is one of the sexiest as well. Yeah. Where the little fold is when you sit. Oh, my God. Dear Lord. So sexy. If a human caresses my thigh and brings it like up towards that little dip, she's done. And Delilah's putting her thumbs in. Yeah. Like like that's holding it. Sexy. Yes. Sometimes when I'm having sex, I'll like force the men to just put their hands on my waist. Yeah. Because I'm like that. There is nothing sexier than just a big hand holding your waist or your hip dip. 1000%. Delilah's hands moved up to Claire's waist and under her shirt, skating across her ribs and then over her bra. Claire leaned back just enough to start unbuttoning her blouse, but Delilah stopped her. Let me, she said. Claire smiled and rested her palms against the cool counter. Delilah kept her eyes on Claire's as her fingers popped one button and then the next, revealing the black lace bra underneath. Claire felt a rush of gratitude that most of her bras were pretty, bordering on sexy. Her underwear was a different story, but she'd worry about that later. Because right now, Delilah was spreading her shirt wide open, and as Claire sat a little bit above her now, The other woman was in the perfect position to press her mouth to Claire's sternum, which she did, flicking out her tongue for a little taste. At the same time, her hands came up, cupping Claire's breasts and sweeping her thumbs over her already hardened nipples. Claire moaned and tipped her head back. She clamped her mouth shut, trying to rein it in, but she'd always been noisy in bed, and she had a feeling Delilah was going to pull out every scream that had been locked in her chest since her last non-self-induced orgasm. Oh, God, your tits are perfect, Delilah said, pulling down a bra cup and sucking a nipple into her hot mouth. Oh, God, Claire said, tightening her legs around Delilah's hips. She tried to focus. Really? Mm-hmm. You, you don't think they're too? Delilah paused, releasing Claire's nipple, much to her chagrin, and looked up at her. To what? Claire swallowed, 
her lungs pumping like a marathon runner. Just, you know, they've always been big, and I've had a kid, so they're not what they used to be, and... Delilah rolled her nipple between her thumb and forefinger, causing Claire to suck in a ragged breath. Then Delilah slid the straps down her arms, unhooked the back, and threw the broad deftly over her shoulder. Perfect, she said again, massaging Claire's tits as she kissed her, sucking her bottom lip between her teeth. Delilah's fingers stayed busy on her nipples, squeezing and sweeping until Claire was literally panting into her mouth, her underwear so wet she could feel the dampness on her thighs. I love that Delilah answers Claire's questions with action and then she just has like a one word answer yeah it's like so much hotter yeah instead of being like okay we're gonna stop all of our sexual tension so that I can explain to you why your breasts are nice <laughs> like she's You're just so like right. no. I'm gonna do it and then she goes perfect yeah no and it's then continues perfect. even she makes her way across the island brings her in and then just says one word and then makes out with you like yeah it's so much hotter she's a woman of action Delilah knows she gets it. Actions speak louder than words. <laughs> you tell them. That's never before been heard. <laughs> that made no sense, but you're welcome. She pulled away, plucking at Delilah's black t-shirt. She needed skin on skin, sweat and fingertips and tongues. Off, she said. Now. <laughs> yes, we love our one word demands. Yeah bed throwback to what was that no, unearthed unearthed yeah oh yeah oh my god that was so funny bed floor big no <laughs> delilah grinned up at her then leaned back far enough for claire to pull her shirt over her head claire groaned out loud at the sheer yellow bralette covering delilah's smaller but just as perfect breasts her nipples showed through dark pink peaks already hard and waiting for claire's mouth and hands her tattoos were gorgeous, art unfurling over her skin, including a delicate but heavily thorned rose on her sternum. Claire reached out, touching the thorns, the petals, causing Delilah to shiver. Suddenly, being shirtless wasn't enough. As much fun as sex on the kitchen counter sounded, she wanted space to move, to feel Delilah's thighs around hers, the curve of her ass, and how wet she was between her legs. Oh God, they were actually doing this. You want to move to the bedroom? Claire no. Asked. <laughs> no. No. Stay in the kitchen. Hell yes. No. Delilah backed up so Claire could hop down, but then yanked her flush against her hips, kissing her hard as she started moving them toward the hallway. But actually, when you do move, when you're moving locations during sex, it is pretty hot. Because it but takes no. you a long time to get there. It does. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in the kitchen. Okay. Michaela, I'll put kitchen sex on the list of things to look out for. One of these days. We also haven't really done food. Was there food? Yeah, the dragon one. Oh, but that was like after. Yeah. Wasn't it cherries or something? Yeah, it was they? like ice cream. Yeah, and he just like plopped ice cream. You know, she put it on his dick, didn't she? Or something or like something that. Like that. Something like that. Yeah, really I have to reread it. No, don't reread it. <laughs> it wasn't good enough. No. Claire walked backward, her bare breasts rubbing against Delilah's bra and creating a delicious friction. I don't know where I'm going, Delilah said against her mouth as she entered the hallway. Claire laughed and turned them around so she could lead, but didn't let go of Delilah. She couldn't. If she did, she might wake up, or Delilah might change her mind. Or hell, she might change her mind, and all she wanted right now was to not think about anything except getting this woman on her back. Oh my god. Sexy. Very. Claire directed them into her room, then kept moving until Delilah's legs hit the bed, causing her to fall back onto the mattress, laughing. Which was exactly how Claire wanted her. She climbed on top of her, unbuttoning her jeans and pulling them down her thighs. Delilah had on a pair of hot pink lace cheekies, because of course she did. Claire's mouth literally watered as she ripped Delilah's pants off her feet and then glided her hands over Delilah's firm stomach, thumbs brushing over the top of her underwear. She started to pull those down too when Delilah sat up and flipped Claire onto her back. Oh no, your turn to lose these pants, Delilah said. <gasps> Tit for tat, baby. Yeah. Unzipping and sliding just as Claire had done, revealing her plain white cotton undies, her dimpled thighs, and her stretch marks. A wave of self-consciousness flooded over her. 
She'd always been full-figured, and she'd been happy to be so, confident even, but the first time in bed with someone new always sent a brief wave of shyness through her. She went to cover her stomach with her hands, but Delilah caught her arms, moving them until they were settled above Claire's head. Then she sat back, knees on either side of Claire's legs, and looked her up and down. Claire felt her face burn, but her pulse throbbed between her thighs at the look in Delilah's eyes, like Claire was dessert and Delilah was still very hungry. I like this a lot. I feel like a lot of times in these books that we read when the girls are self-conscious, it's like, oh my god, get over it. Like, it's not real. I don't buy into it. Mm -hmm. But this one, I'm like, this is very genuine and it's very sweet and I like it. It's true. Yeah. I agree with that statement. Mm -hmm. I'm like, girl, just be confident. Yeah. But in this book, it's kind of earned. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Especially like I haven't read the book, but just from the description of the character, I'm like, it goes along with it. She's yeah. like this homie, like, I don't know her sex life, but like she yeah. recently had a child. Like, I don't know. It's just different. I feel like in other books, the girl is like, oh, she's really skinny. But like, I just don't like the way that my thighs look. And it's like, OK, come on. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's let's... true. It's true. It's not earned. Yeah, it's not. And then yeah. the men are like. But I want to fuck you. And it's like not actually nice. <laughs> yeah. It's what was that one? The one where they fucked on the cot in the tsunami. Oh, my God. In the hurricane. Oh, my God. Ribs. Something about ribs. Oh, he did, yeah. It was something so stupid. So dumb. She was like, I used to be fat and full figured. And then I was self-conscious. So then I lost weight. And my huge tits and small waist are also self-conscious. Oh, my God. Yeah, just there's like, that what? whole paragraph of her being like, I got made fun of for my big boobs and yeah. small waist. Yeah. Oh, life is so hard. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was so dumb. And then the guy was like, I like it when I can see their ribs or something stupid. Something so dumb. Oh, my God. Delilah shifted, sliding her body up to kiss her. Do you know how sexy you are? She asked into Claire's mouth. Claire let out a little laugh. Um, well... Delilah's tongue blazed a hot path to her neck. Very. Very fucking sexy. Claire feathered her hands down Delilah's back, then pulled her bralette over her head. Both women released a soft moan as their breasts touched. Just so you know, Claire said, I... I haven't done this in a while. Delilah lifted her face from where she'd been nipping at Claire's collarbone with her teeth. This? Sex. Delilah just smiled, then slid one leg between Claire's, pressing her thigh into Claire's center. Oh, my God, Claire said, gripping a fistful of her duvet cover as a bolt of pleasure shot up her spine. She could feel Delilah's arousal on her own leg, wet and warm even through her underwear. I think we'll be just fine, Delilah said undulating her hips again, causing friction right where they both needed it. See, yet again, she just did an action and then had like a one-liner. It's so good. It's so, so hot. good. Also, it's smooth as hell. It's so smooth. This writing is great. Yeah. I've never really thought about it being sexy when someone presses their thigh into your, as they say, center. <laughs> <laughs> into your cooter. Into your vajajajh. I was always like, why do people do that? And I've had men do it to me before. And I've been like, do you know that you're doing nothing right now? <laughs> but then recently I had someone do it and I was like, oh, this is actually really nice. Yeah. For me, I think it's really hot when we're making out against the wall mm -hmm. and the person puts their thigh between my legs to one, hold me up, mm -hmm. but also so I have something to rub myself against, yes, which it's is true. really sexy. Yes. That's sexy. I've never had it done when I've been lying down. Mm-hmm. I've had it mostly done lying down. Mm. I've had it done standing up, but not as much. Yeah. But then lying down, it just depends. Yeah. But if the guys like if they know that they're doing something good and they're doing it on purpose, it's purposeful. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I hear that if you knee a woman's vag, it's great. <laughs> like <laughs> they actually know what they're doing. Yeah. And then it's good. I don't know. Anyways, that's just a side side note. Side note. <laughs> Knee me in the vag. Knee me in the vag. <laughs> <laughs> Causing friction right where they both needed it. Needed it. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. You're welcome. Fuck, she said into Claire's neck. I need to taste you. Tell me I can. The rumble of Delilah's voice went straight between Claire's legs, and the idea of that hot mouth closing around her clit. God, yes, Claire said, 
body rolling upward, seeking more pressure. My God, saying what you want in bed or asking permission like that, like, can I please taste you? Baby. Nothing sexier. Baby. And easiest way to get consent. Like, dear Lord. Baby. It's so easy. People are like, consent is not sexy. It is. It is. Just be better. If you do it right and say it well, <laughs> right and well, <laughs> then it's so good. Good, right and well. Amazing. That's, that's, that, that's the new slogan. You're welcome. Delilah pressed a kiss to her throat, then started a slow, torturous journey down her body. Tongue, lips, teeth, pausing to explore one nipple, then the other, before continuing a wet glide down her stomach. Claire watched those dark curls descend, feeling every scrape of Delilah's nails as her fingers hooked through the top of her underwear and tugged the cotton down her thighs and off her feet. Claire's legs fell open, her hips rising to meet Delilah as the other woman settled between them. God damn, Delilah whispered, pressing a kiss to the inside of Claire's thigh. You're gorgeous. The other thigh, another kiss. And very wet. Claire released a shaky laugh. Fuck yes, she was wet. Her clit throbbed, desperate for contact, but Delilah seemed to be in no hurry, brushing her mouth gently against Claire's center, tongue darting out for a taste everywhere except where Claire needed it. My God, Delilah is freaking killing the game. Men, take a note. Take some fucking notes. From the lesbians. <laughs> Listen to the lesbians. Like, actually, though. When Delilah licked a slow path from her entrance to her clit, then blew a puff of warm air over her and, holy hell, hummed against her skin, Claire nearly lost it. Humming is great. Humming yep. is good. Humming is everything that it should. should. Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Humming is great. Humming is good. Humming mm, is mm, everything mm, mm, good. Mm. <laughs> should. What was it? Did I say should? I don't know. It's, it's great. Everyone should be humming all the time. What song? Um, ABCs. <laughs> twinkle, YMCA. twinkle, little star. <laughs> mm -hmm. The village mm -hmm. people. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ew, could you imagine? Ew, I would. <laughs> Someone's going down on you and they're just like. <laughs> Dead. No, no, no. No, thank you. God, Delilah, please. Delilah grinned up at her. Please what? Ah. <gasps> uh... <laughs> This book is not okay. <laughs> Claire groaned in frustration, hips reaching for the ceiling. Tell me what you want, Delilah said, her mouth so close, that warm breath sliding over Claire's skin again. Fuck me, Claire said, fingers tightening through Delilah's hair. Please fuck me with your mouth. It turned out Delilah was excellent at taking directions. <laughs> I'm not surprised by this. She hooked her arms around Claire's thighs, pulling her closer. That is a hot move. It really is. Yank me. A big, like, hook. Yeah. A little Yankee yank. Oh, my God. Then her mouth got to work, doing exactly what Claire had begged her for. Yeah. She kissed and licked, her tongue slipping into Claire like silk. A low, keening sound ripped from Claire's throat, a sound she didn't think she'd ever made before. But fuck, she didn't care because Delilah's fingers replaced her tongue, curling inside Claire and pressing against her wall. Delilah's mouth closed around her clit and sucked, then licked, then sucked again. Claire's thighs trembled, her hands pulled at Delilah's hair in a way she hoped wasn't too hard, but she couldn't think, couldn't worry, couldn't do anything but gasp and moan as Delilah's teeth and tongue and mouth lapped at her, fucked her just like she'd asked, until she finally broke. Her legs tightened around Delilah's head, nails digging into the other woman's scalp as she yelled obscenities at the ceiling. Delilah stayed with her until her body stilled, gentling her back down to earth, soft presses of her mouth to Claire's sensitive skin. Finally, when Claire could see straight, she pulled Delilah up her body and kissed her, the taste of herself on the other woman's tongue like striking a match low on her belly. Oh my god, the biggest red flag in the world is when your partner doesn't let you kiss them after you've gone down on oh them. Oh my god, yeah, or they don't want to kiss you. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is so stupid. Yeah, it's That sexy. is rude behavior. Extremely rude. Extremely. Excuse me, I just did you a service and now you don't want to kiss me? Yes, like you think that your personal juices are gross, but you're going to make me consume them? 
Fuck you. I think that's so rude. Disgusting. <sighs> Disgusting behavior. Yeah. I also think that that orgasm was one of the most realistic ones that we've read so far. Nice. And like probably one of the tops. Wow. Like it made sense. Yeah. It made the most sense and it didn't drag on for hours and hours talking no. about fairies and waves. <laughs> <laughs> it just really got to it. Yeah. And it made sense. Yeah. It was concise yeah. and sexy. Good job. Good? Delilah asked. Claire just laughed into her mouth. You were loud as hell. So I'll take that as a yes, Delilah mm. said, and Claire froze. Oh, shit, I'm sorry, I... But Delilah cut her off with a tug of her teeth on Claire's earlobe. Are you kidding me? That was the single fucking hottest thing I've ever heard in my life. <gasps> Delilah is not a human. Delilah's not real. She's not real. She's not real. Hey there, Delilah, where the fuck are you? <laughs> Come make love to me. Come make sweet, sweet love. <laughs> Really? Claire could hardly believe it. Delilah had surely heard a lot of women coming underneath her in her time. But Delilah just nodded, tongue flicking out to taste the sweat on Claire's neck. Her hips pulsed, seeking and needy. Claire tugged at her curls again, pulling a low, rumbling moan from Delilah's chest, which, okay, was maybe the single hottest fucking thing Claire had ever heard in her <laughs> life. It made her feel feral, desperate, and she wanted to make Delilah come as hard as she had. She pawed at the other woman's underwear, which was, ridiculously, still on her body. Delilah quickly caught on, angling away from Claire and yanking the lacy cotton off with very little grace before throwing it into a dark corner of the room. Good call, Claire said, running her eyes over Delilah. The other woman was shaved, nothing but a perfect dark landing strip to guide the way. Claire gripped Delilah's hips and nudged her legs apart, pulling her until she was sitting up and straddling Claire's thighs, palms braced on Claire's ribs. When the hot slide of her center met Claire's mound, both women groaned. Best fucking decision I ever made, Delilah said, her breath ragged. Claire rolled her own hips, then circled them so her pelvic bone hit Delilah right where she needed it. Delilah gasped and threw her head back, all of her undulating for friction. Claire felt her own desire building up again, a coil tightening in her lower belly more and more each time Delilah released those lovely, breathy gasps. Claire couldn't take her eyes off Delilah sliding over her body. She reached a hand between them, fingers playing in Delilah's soaked heat. Oh God, Delilah said to the ceiling. Yeah. She lifted her hips just enough for Claire to slide first one, then two fingers inside her. She was so tight, so perfect, and the back of Claire's hand pressed into her own clit. Delilah leaned back and pumped her hips. Fuck. Yes, she said, before her body clenched tight. She tangled one hand in her own hair, pulling the curls down over her face as she cried out, causing her body to press into Claire's hand so hard and perfect, Claire came too, their moans mingling with the smell of sweat and sex, their bodies arching and slowing, their breathing rough and ragged. Delilah's hand closed around Claire's wrist between them, removing her hand and holding it to her chest before, dear God, she opened her mouth and licked Claire's fingers clean. There we go. That's the one. Delilah is above everyone. Delilah is a goddess. She is a goddess. She knows what's up. She, she knows what's happening. Claire's there, but Delilah is there. <laughs> Claire's there, but Delilah's... She's there. She's fucking there. She knows. She lives here. <laughs> she Claire's thrives. just visiting. She thrives here. <laughs> <laughs> the feel of Delilah's tongue, the way her eyes closed as if in bliss, almost had Claire ready to go again, but she was exhausted enough to simply enjoy the view, marveling at this woman in her bed. She pulled her hand free, wet fingertips lingering on Delilah's lips before settling on the woman's upper thigh. Delilah collapsed onto the mattress next to her, and they lay like that for a few minutes. Legs still entangled, their lungs' pulls for more oxygen the only sound in the quiet room. Delilah lifted her head and met Claire's eyes. Holy shit. Holy shit is right, Claire said. She curled her arms around Delilah's waist, not wanting the moment to end, but then saw Delilah's hair. It was huge. Haloing around the other woman's face, the curls were tangled and frizzy and wild, the very definition of sex hair. 
and it was just about the cutest fucking thing Claire had ever seen. She let out a long laugh, relieved and sated and just plain happy, cupped Delilah's face after she found it beneath all that hair and kissed her hard. Wow. End of sex scene. Oh my God. I don't think that we've ever had like a curly haired woman no, in any haven't. of our books. I see myself. I see myself. I was going to say, it's I'm you. so cute. <laughs> you're so adorable <laughs> and you're so good in bed. So good in bed. I see myself. I see myself. <laughs> wow. That was a very like quick to the point sex scene, but it did the job. It really did the job. It did it. It met all the expectations. Mm-hmm. It exceeded most of them. Yeah. And I'm turned on. I liked both of their characters a lot. They were very well written and they mm-hmm. stuck to their the- archetypes, yeah. which was nice. Yeah. I've watched like lesbian porn before because I find that sometimes it's a little bit more realistic as to mm-hmm. how the female's getting off. But I never really understood scissoring. This one made a little bit more sense they weren't like fully scissoring but they were just like rubbing yeah and i've always been like but how does that do anything but it this one made it make more sense yeah that it's like your pelvic bone and then the fact that she was like fingering her and the pressure from her own hand was rubbing her own clit it like yeah makes sense there's pressure in all the right places exactly so i'm like okay science wise (laughs) checks out (laughs) the anatomy lines up yeah it literally did. It lined up. It lined up. Literal anatomy. Um, I don't know about you, but I really liked that. I really liked it too. It was very wholesome and nice. But also sexy. And accurate. Yeah. I feel like I would give it... See, I'm a spicy lady and there wasn't really any spice. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel content. What are you going to rate it? Give me your rating. I want to give it an eight. Great. I'll give it an eight. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think that it was re- it was very well done. Yeah. But I don't think I would read this book. Not because they're lesbians, but I think <laughs> it's just too romantic for me. It is. It's very much about like Delilah getting over her own issues, her making up with mm-hmm. her sister, Claire understanding Delilah's background yeah. and like her childhood. And like this is like one of the only explicit sex scenes yeah, in the book. See, that's too much for me. Yeah. I just want like a priest to fuck me with some holy oil. Well, we I gave it to you, baby. You did. You did. Been you there, did. done that. No, no. And like, I, I'm i rating this very high. Yeah. But I, I don't think I would personally read it. No, But that's it was fine. very good. You're allowed. You're Thank allowed. Thank you. You don't have to rate it an eight if you don't want to. No, I think it's an eight. Okay. I think that it's well written and that it's it's very good. Great. There were moments of gasping. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I loved Delilah. I'm obsessed. I think Delilah is so hot. Yes. I'm going to take things that she did and do it in my own sex <laughs> life. Like literally you just like answering someone's question with an action and then putting one little one liner at the end. Yeah. That is so hot. So hot. Everyone should start doing that. But make your one liners good. Yeah. Be witty. Be wittier. Wittiness will get you laid. 1000%. Just that's as like a public service announcement. PSA, that's the number one thing I looked for in a person. Yes, wit. Is wit. And with wit comes intelligence yeah. and comedic timing ability. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everything is wrapped up in wit. Yeah. Wit is intellectual and comedic. Yeah. That is like the ideal human, witty. 1000%. They're witty. And they're also with the times. What is the word for that? They're very, um, relevant relevant i don't know i don't know what i'm saying anymore i enjoyed it was just saying words 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 and more words this is a podcast i'm supposed to say words (laughs) anyways that was an eight that was our first woman on woman sex scene it was very successful yeah i I really liked it i thoroughly enjoyed yeah you should check out this book if this is up your alley yeah this one is very kind of like up there with one last stop by casey mcquinston i'm trying to think of other female romance novels that i've read but it's very kind of like cutesy, happily ever after, of course. Mm-hmm. Do you find that there's a lot of similar like kinkiness in lesbian smut or do you find that it is more romanticized? That's a good question because I haven't read a whole ton of women love women books. Yeah. I've read I've read a handful. 
that's for sure. But I I do think it relies a lot on um not relies, but they focus a lot on connection, like deep connection. Mm-hmm. The ones I've read. It's more about like the kinship that yeah. you find. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so much like barbarian aliens <laughs> pounding you. <laughs> no. And holding on to their the ones I've read anyways. I have yet yeah. to find like find me a barbarian alien lesbian romance. Let's go. This is true. Actually, speaking of, we did read a lesbian book, but it was the coronavirus. Oh, that's so true. That's why we blocked it out of our memory. We just did... <laughs> after I asked that question, then I was like, oh, fuck, we've You're done so this. You're so right. I forgot about that one. Moncherry. Moncherry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should go back and listen to the episode Moncherry. Oh, my God. It's so stupid. It's so, so bad. Funny. It was the worst one out of the three coronaviruses. It was awful. It was so bad. Because MJ Edwards, I mean, I'm not assuming her sexuality, but she wrote it like she wasn't a lesbian. She She's probably a male. Like, I would 1,000 million percent believe that <laughs> MJ she is was a, a male man. and that Chuck Tingles is a female. Yeah. Maybe they're the same person. Inception. Inception. Smutception. Smutception. <laughs> and then the one who wrote the Leprechaun one is their child that's, like, trying to earn their respect. No, the Leprechaun one is, like, the rat in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ferret. It's their ferret. MJ <gasps> Edwards has ferrets. Oh, my God. It's the ferret. Oh, my God. Throwback to MJ Edwards replying to our tweet oh my God. about the ferrets. About the freaking ferrets. We thought that we were famous. We are famous. We are famous. <laughs> what are we talking about? Okay, we need to go to our reservation because we're famous. We have a dinner reservation. Yeah, we we're do. G- we're going to eat... We're going to go eat some pig's ears. <laughs> yeah, it's what this place is known for in St. Jan's. St. So Jan's. we'll keep you posted. We're going to record more episodes tomorrow. So maybe you'll hear about our pig's ear adventure. <laughs> Love you long time. We're vegans. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We didn't wait. do a tag. We didn't plug our socials. Okay, really quickly, you should follow us on Instagram at Not Mother's Book Club. You can send us an email to notmothersbookclub at gmail.com if you write your own home written erotica, which we will read on Let's Have a Quickie. You can only <laughs> listen to Let's Have a Quickie if you are a part of our Patreon. So to become a patron, you can find that link in our Instagram description and you can pay us moolah for your or- orgasmolas. I don't know. Um, if you want orgasmolas, you got to pay us moolas. <laughs> anyway, and you can also follow our TikTok. It's not your mother's book club. And you can just, we'll brighten your day. Yeah. One little ticky talky at a time. Ticky talky. Anyways, that's it. I'm hungry. We got to go. I'm starving. Bye. Bye. <laughs>